Hey, Soul Family. You voiced an opinion, and I listened. One of our listeners mentioned that perhaps there's a bit too much profanity in this podcast, so we're taking it out. Don't worry, I'm still recording it in, but we'll bleep the sh out of it. All right, have a good one. Hey, Soul Family. Welcome back. So, in our last episode, we talked about how the past is not a key that fits the lock of the present. And I shared how I took some of my past, learned from the pieces and patterns that were holding me back, and then began to apply those to become more present so that I could find presence of consciousness. Now, the thing is, this is a continuous journey for all of us. The one thing that is constant in our lives is our existence, as well as change. And in the previous episode, I mentioned that change is a different rabbit hole. We can't fully embrace change until we're sitting in the present. I think we talked about the past enough, so maybe you're a little bit more in the present. So buckle up. Let's sink into that rabbit hole, Dorothy. I'm, uh, Alice. Alice. My apologies for the theatrics, but standing on the precipice of the future is the most powerful place to find yourself in life, my friend. Please excuse my excitement for you. And do not worry, this show will remain a place of grounding reassurance that you are on the right path and that you are worthy while teaching you how to root yourself into the present to better tap your potential. Now, of course, we're still going to get to the juicy real world but this first series is about you, as you are yet a part of me, as I am a part of you, Langston Hughes. To recap, you've been shown the doorway to the present from the past, presence of consciousness. Presence of consciousness is the place in time from which a magician casts the most efficient and powerful spells. You can cast spells backwards or forwards in time, but they must be cast from the now. If you listen to or read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, you would understand a fundamental truth that I myself have come to believe. Most depression lies on the bridge from the past you to the present you. It dwells on missed opportunities, pain from unplanned journeys and experiences that we rather wish we'd not encountered. Anxiety lies on the bridge from the present you to the future you. It feeds off of anything that could interrupt or challenge you getting to your ideal future. It is a sort of fixation, which also means when you are in it, 
you give it your vital energy. This anxiety can also stem from projections into negative future states that could result by being pulled off of desired trajectories. As we avoid diving into these two vortexes, the past and the future, you may begin to understand how not being present can mean that your past holds you back from a better future, or how anxiety about the worst futures can continually resurrect your past into the present. Knowing the right doors to open at the right time is what this series is all about. Now, as I said last episode, your past holds a narrative. You don't have to write forward with it. I know, you can't get over anxiety or depression, self-doubt, trauma, or a poor-ass, piss-poor mindset in hours, days, or a friggin' week. We'll remain at the threshold as you Marie Kondo yourself. I'll continue to give you tools to find more presence of consciousness as we explore nuggets of magic to amplify your mindfulness. You are better today than you were yesterday. Although you are not perfect, you are okay. It's time to find and hone your present magic. So why don't we take a pause for a quick meditation. We will do this exercise by counts of four. Four seconds in and four seconds out. Take a moment to be as and who you are. Take a moment to feel safe and know you are worthy of basic comfort. Breathe in acceptance. Exhale, acceptance. Breathe in gratitude for this very moment. Exhale gratitude for any future moments. Breathe in compassion for yourself. Exhale compassion for others. And here is your affirmation. I am happy regardless of what life throws my way. Staying true to myself makes me truly happy. I am happy regardless of what life throws my way. Staying true to myself makes me truly happy. I am happy regardless of what life throws my way. Staying true to myself makes me truly happy. Breathe in acceptance. Exhale, 
acceptance. Breathe in gratitude for this very moment. Exhale gratitude for any future moments. Breathe in compassion for yourself. Exhale compassion for others. Why the hell am I talking about magic? Do you remember one of the most important factors in my ability to overcome the various obstacles I encountered? Mantras. For reference, you can also think of affirmations as a type of mantra. As a refresher, mantra comes from the Sanskrit word meaning a sacred message, text, charm, spell, or sacred counsel. They are used as a form of grounding the mind into its most powerful place in time. Not dwelling on the past, not lost in the possibilities of the future, but grounded in a content, grateful now. All right, let's head into the woods. Today might be a little bit more of an obstacle course than the last time. I don't know if you've ever gone hiking up a mountain at night. Um, also, there's a leopard out there. So we'll have to watch for the clever girl. But I am certain that this hike will be impactful. Let's go. So, present is where all of the power lies. Technically, in the future, there's even more. But what is accessible to you right now is the precipice of the future. So this episode is about standing on the threshold. And that is why our intro was so dramatic. This is where you have the full potential of all of the abundance that can come to you in this lifetime, which can be scary. Thus, the change in tone. I think it also highlights the importance of choosing your present to align with your future. It's pivotal. It's existential. It's your fate. And I just don't want you to be scared. I want you to have courage. Just like that intro, the future is not bleak. The future is as bright as you envision it. So I'm actually going to start off with a quote from Bruce Lee, because I really do think that he put it quite well, and I didn't expect to be quoting Bruce Lee so soon in the podcast. So Bruce Lee said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke, your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way that you speak about yourself and you can change your life forever in that direction. I added that last little bit. What you're not changing, you are also choosing. So this is why it is important to be present as much as possible in life. This moment is your life. Words leave an imprint on others' hearts and souls. 
These imprints can be beneficial or detrimental. There is no betwixt. This law also applies to you. I know from my own personal experiences that we can be critical of ourselves. And I know from my own struggles that it can be hard to shut that inner dialogue off. But by layering mantras, reminding yourself that you are okay, reminding yourself that you are on and going in the right direction, reminding yourself that you are not your past narrative, over time will begin to have power. And I say this because I lived it. I was depressed and I was anxious and I did have an inner dialogue that was awful. And after a moment of some therapy, I decided that any time that I thought of something negative, I would think of something positive. As I began to do this over months, I began to amplify it. So if I had one negative thought, then I needed to at least try two good thoughts. And it's true. The state of mind that I was in when I started this, part of that inner dialogue was, this is stupid. This is going to work. Why the hell are you trying to find something small as hell to be grateful for? As someone who has lived in rural Africa, in the Sahel, in Burkina Faso, I can tell you that I've seen people who do have, well, probably a lot harder time finding gratitude. And yet, when I was there, one thing I found remarkable about the Burkinabe specifically was that they had their own saying, that Sava Ale, things will work out. And I think that's a mindset that we too have to begin to adapt and take for ourselves. You're not lost because you're in a world that's about materialism. You're not lost because we live in a society where it's always about one-upping or finding the next glitz and glam. Maybe it's that you're really looking for something deeper. And if you take the time to realize that you're not an awful person, that you are human, you may be able to move forward more easily by just reminding yourself with a few mantras or affirmations, positive thoughts, um, or seeking out gratitude. And sometimes that gratitude can be simple, but over time it becomes bigger. Or sometimes things that can be small turn out to be really big things to be grateful for. This is how we change our mindset so that we can manifest forward. And I know it might be weird to think that you're better off than most of your ancestors, but you actually might do well to think of it this way. And I I come from this particular frame of mind because my ancestors are black. And I don't mean to make it all about being black and white, but I do have a cultural experience that allows for me to have gratitude in comparison to all of those who came before me, even some of those within my own family. So before you yuck my yum, give it a try. The sheer fact that you are breathing, the sheer fact that you have socks, the sheer fact that you have sandals is a blessing. Over time, when we're able to actually <laughs> acknowledge the things that we're grateful for, which the society, this culture, easily lets us take for granted, then we again find the simplicity and beauty of life and how it can be simply beautiful. It doesn't always have to be about some grandiose big thing that actually makes us happy. 
the sheer fact that you're up today, the sheer fact that you can hear today, the sheer fact that you have working legs and that you don't have some gangrene is a blessing. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Oh, um, speaking of being present, don't panic. Um, we're being hunted. So I'm gonna take you up this mountain real quick. Just follow me through the past as quickly as you can. Just stay present. You're completely fine. I'm your guide. I already had planned for this and I figured exactly where she was probably gonna come for us. So we don't have to worry too much. Just keep following me, keep going forward. There's no reason to think about the past. There's no reason to think about the future. Right now you are alive. Your heart is beating and everything is fine. Lesson break, you are not your thoughts, you are a person. Your mind is a tool, and you don't have to always be using it. It doesn't need to consistently be on. All right, we're approaching the boundary of her territory. She never crosses this river, so just come with me, okay? We're not where I expected, but that's how life goes. So we're gonna step behind this waterfall and just take time for a quick meditation. We will do this exercise by counts of four. I will lead with an affirmation, breathe it in, and breathe it out. Take a moment to be as and who you are. Take a moment to feel safe and know that you are worthy of love, compassion, and empathy. I am here. I am present. I am grounded. In this moment, I have everything I need. I am exactly where I'm meant to be. I am safe and secure. I am rooted in this present moment. 
I am strong and steady. I notice my thoughts and feelings without judgment or criticism. Everything that I feel in this moment is exactly right. I take care of the future by taking care of the present moment. I release my worries and allow myself to find peace in life's quiet moments. I'll leave you now for a brief moment to sit with yourself. You are a beautiful being. Now, back to how we can center a true magician, a manifester, a person who can bring forth the life that they desire is someone who sits in their own consciousness contently and with focus. In my learnings of Buddhism, you might call this a person on fire. It's a metaphor for the ideal state of mind. A person on fire can't think of their past. A person on fire can't think of anything more than their immediate future. And a person on fire has to survey their surroundings and the current situations with diligence and efficiency. They are not shifted off balance by outside forces. They use those forces to move productively and proactively in their own life. They're grounded in their own identity, experience, and authenticity. They can have sympathy and empathy, but know which course is best at any given time. Compassion for yourself and experience must come first to ever be efficiently sustained outwardly. This is an energetic equation though. Everything that you do, every relationship that you have, every word that comes out of your mouth, every conversation that you have starts with you or someone else. What you decide to engage in decides where your energy goes, whether you start the ripple 
or merely catch the wave. So what does this mean? You need to invest in yourself. The only person who will be here for your entire lifetime that is guaranteed is you. And so what that means is that the way that you paint the world, the way that you surf through it, you have to decide what is important to you. And you have the right to do that. There are plenty of times where we have to consider others, but you should consider yourself first. And if it is aligned and balanced with whoever else is on the outside of that equation, the world that you see is painted with your mind. If you're using grays and blues and blacks, the world that you see and the world that you project into the future will be of grays and blues and blacks. But if you can add a little bit of technicolor or a little bit of rose to those places where you find darkness, you may be able to better see a brighter future. And I bring up painting and surfing because the thing is, is when it comes to moving towards the future that is best for you, sometimes it really does matter the company you keep. If you have a fellow surfer that's always cutting you off and you're stumbling over their wake, in the end, they're not for you. And although there may have been a time, sometimes we have to reassess and realize that it's nothing personal, but people that we're around and people that we keep in our circles can slow us down. Same thing with paint. If you've got a Picasso next to you who's always using all these colors that you don't even want, but they're always splattering their freaking canvas and you got spots flying on yours, then again, they're painting your future even though you didn't give them permission to. And so it's these small energetic factors that we have to keep in mind. And this is why being grounded and present so that we can observe our mind, so that we can better observe our environment is so pivotal to moving towards the future that you deserve and the future that you envision the most effortlessly and with the most assistance from the universe. It isn't that people can't help you along the way, but sometimes we might think that we're already with the people that'll help us best, when in reality, those people were meant to be around for a season and not a lifetime. And I don't mean to make this a victim thing or even make it about other people, but I know that some of us have one of two tendencies. It's a tendency to focus too much on the self, or it's a tendency to focus too much on others. And so finding the balance is what being a person on fire is all about. This kind of sounds like a mind Every feeling, thought, and emotion that you experience as a present moment is what creates your future. It's all about transmutation. Compassion for yourself above all else first means that you truly do have to go into the emotions that cause you pain the ones that follow you that you may be running away from and not even realizing. Having compassion for yourself looks like this. This person and this event really hurt me, but in this moment, I'm safe and I am okay. This is how I betrayed myself, but in this moment, I can change for the better. It's a small thing, but this is why we need this first rule before any others. It allows for you to reconcile the past to your present state and present place. Once we are in a good, content state of mind in the present, it is then more easy to paint forward to a future that is bright, abundant, and everything that we want. We can't really do that when we're in darkness in the present. And when we talk about paint, I think this is why the layers matter. 
When you add one layer of white paint to a black canvas, it's still going to look like mostly a black canvas. But every time that you decide that you're going to paint it white, the picture gets a little brighter. So compounding your efforts is what actually creates the end. We may not always have the motivation to paint an entire canvas white that is black, but we can paint stroke by stroke, day by day. And the next thing that you know, it's a completely different picture. This is how manifestation works and your magic. Now, we all experience highs and lows in life, but those lows at different times can leave a bigger imprint than the positivity. And this is part of our proclivity as humans. We have a tendency to look for the negative because we're, well, a species that tried to survive. But since we have our mind, we also have the ability to find more groundedness, calm, and peaceful content than any other species. We can think ourselves into better. And I'm not just talking about changing your mind to see everything positively. The way to do this is to acknowledge your feelings because they have to be true in order for you to build on top of them. Once you have acknowledged your feelings, take the time that you need to feel them, go through them, and know that they do not define you. All things are temporary. And while that is a scary thing, that is also something to have gratitude for. No pain that you ever feel will ever last forever. And so once you have then acknowledged the parts that hurt the most, take some time for the gratitude of the parts that are blessings that you often forget about. Magic rule number two. You must create forcefully your gateway through envisioning and feeling. Just like we reconciled the past to the present, we then must set the stage and clear the slate for the possibility of the future. So after we've acknowledged the darkness, we then find the light that we can see even in this moment and don't let that darkness of the past cast a shadow over your current state. Creating forcefully your gateway means that you are saying and believing affirmations that make the future even brighter than the past. Essentially, you must take whatever positivity and gratitude you can find within the past, take whatever positivity and gratitude that you can have in the present to cast the light through the present to the future. Let's go through that one more time just to make sure it sinks in visually and or conceptually. After you've learned to have compassion for yourself first, magic rule number two is that you must then create forcefully your future gateway. Creating forcefully your future gateway means that you look into the past, you find the darkness, seek it out, and you begin truly processing, understanding, forgiving, transmuting, or changing that darkness 
so that in the present, it no longer weighs heavy on you. We have to make you lighter for travel. The second part is to then look into the past and find gratitude, find the blessings, seek out the light that is there. Then in the present, find the gratitude, find the blessings, find your way to at least being neutral or content. And in the end, we use the light from the past and the present to cast blissfully into our future. And so what I want you to learn to do is to really use mantras and mantra layering. So at my darkest times, I was also in the practice of doing yoga and using mantras and actually beginning to seek out mantras that deliberately cut ties from things that no longer serve you, that drag you down and don't keep you in alignment with your divine energy. And so if you are experiencing resistance to what you want, you must first realize the part of you that is resisting what must be acknowledged. Who, when, or what are you not letting go of, even if it might be in your highest and best interest? So, we're back to base camp. I'm going to go back over everything that we just covered. I know it was a lot. And I'll give you one of my secret tools that you can actually use from Eastern traditions. In the words of Bruce Lee, don't speak negatively about yourself even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference because words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way that you speak about yourself and you can change your life forever in that direction. What you're not changing, you are choosing. Magic rule number one is compassion for the self must come first to ever be sustained outwardly. Magic rule number two is that you must create forcefully your gateway to ever manifest the true future that you desire. Those are the simple things that I want you to remember. You go to the past and find your gratitude. You go to the past and look to the dark to brighten it up, to accept it, to forgive it, and to claim your power from it. You then come to the present and you take whatever darkness and you brighten it up, you forgive it, you remember that you are human and you find the gratitude, grace, and light in the now. With this light in your present state, you become more of the person on fire so that whatever you envision in the future becomes easier to attain. Because you are grounded in your present, you are better able to survey your environment and see where shadows are cast, sometimes not even from you to see where obstacles are placed in front of you from those that you may be keeping around you because energy is a property of matter and therefore it is neither created nor destroyed no matter the source. One mantra from Sanskrit that actually is one of the most powerful when it comes to 
removing negativity from your life. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. And what this mantra is actually saying is out of the void before the universe when there was nothing came the vibration and the sound of Om and then the universe was formed. Nama means to bow. Shivai means Shiva or inner self. So Shiva is one of the most complex gods of India, embodying seemingly contradictory qualities, just like us. He is the destroyer and the restorer, the great ascetic and the symbol of sensuality, the benevolent herdsman of souls and the wrath avenger. All of these qualities exist within us ourselves. And thus it is said, when we state Om, and then we bow with Nama to Shivaya, we are bowing to the embodiment of Shiva within all of us. This means that in your own life, you can be the person on fire. You can be the creator and destroyer. And if you properly balance the scales, you can destroy that which holds you back and create the abundance to lead you forward. The doorway for your forward trajectory and journey. So when you finally come to a place where you desire something, truly desire something for you and your life, this is what you do. Drop what no longer serves you. Drop people, places, things, thoughts that make you feel negative and start embracing the ones that make you feel positive. This is how you create a better future because you have to be at a place where you can even dream of a better life, of a better future, of a better job, of a better relationship, of a better option. When you were a child, even when we were children in dark places, our gift was our imagination. As adults, we forget about that. And that is where our power lies. The world that you create is bound by the imagination that you let run free up there. Because the difference when you're an adult is it isn't just up there in your head. It becomes the game that you play in life. So if this game is for you, make it your game and become the queen. I'm not saying, oh, y'all got to change genders or anything like that. I am saying that you need to be able to move through that board and you have to believe that you have the power, the right, and the rule to move through that board of life. I don't know if any of you have ever seen The Magicians or Harry Potter or essentially any type of magic-related wizardry type movie or video or even read the books, where it's understood that our emotions and our inability to control them can lead to our inability to control our magic. Keep in mind that men can be cruel to prove they are not weak. It's a funny expression because they actually show their weakness through their cruelty. 
be careful not to get anyone's emotional paint splatter on your canvas. As we've already discussed, it can be detrimental. The best way to conserve your energy is to be discriminate about where your energy goes. For a long life, you must learn to love yourself first. We will get into potions and herbology in our next course. As I said in the previous episode, time is the most valuable asset that you are given. Your breath of life is your gift, and time is the currency of the expression of your soul that you cannot waste. Once you've reconciled the past, you're present with being conscious and grateful and also clearing out any clutter from other people, experiences, and thought patterns, then we can finally, properly co-create with the universe. It's not that the universe won't hear you when you're doing it, but it hears it better when you are clear and your heart is light. As a matter of fact, this doesn't have to be some type of long project to get to a point where we're manifesting forward. Anytime that you feel content or peace or ease or happiness, use that moment to powerfully feel what it is you want. Call it from deep within your soul and ask for it. Write it down, burn it. Say it in your mind every morning. Say it in your mind every time you go to sleep. Better yet, say it out loud when you feel that it is the furthest from you. This is claiming your power. And the more that you do it, the more the universe will hear. And the more you'll believe that the universe is hearing you. The other piece to this is that you have to actually believe that you're worthy. Now I know, in the beginning, you're gonna be an imposter and you won't actually believe it. But the more that you can reconcile how you are strong, how your story is important, but how you are not defined by your story and everything that is to come is better, the better that you can see and cast into the future from a place of true knowing. Because, for instance, when you use Om Namah Shivaya, you are cutting yourself off from that which weighs you down in the past, bowing to the universe, bowing to the inner self, which is the place from which the universe gives you power. And then you are manifesting forward. So, so long as you believe that the future that you dream of, you are worthy of, and you can sense with clarity into that future, your magic will begin to amplify and your looking glass will begin to clarify and the picture that you have created for yourself will begin to solidify. I hope that this has given you a little bit of knowledge that can help you navigate how being present is vital to living a good life. And although there are other pieces that I wasn't able to get into because honestly, I think it would have became a science. I hope that I've at least given you a little bit to think of, to ponder, and help you to find a little bit of gratitude, even when you think you might not deserve it yourself.
So that's it. That's all, folks. This episode was a little bit hard because I was traveling. I had a personal journey. Um, I will begin to get into my shamanic journey uh, in the coming episodes. But since I had already said I was going to do the first three on the past, present, and the future, I've got one more, and then we can kind of dive into a completely new topic. Um, I have decided that when it comes to the meditations, I'm going to try to just limit it to one meditation um, in our episodes, and then I'll actually just start making episodes that are specifically just meditations uh, to kind of split that up. I do have some lineups of guests coming, um, so that is something that I am trying to work out, but, you know, this is all a new journey, so... Um, I hope that I can get a little bit more into the depths of my journey and emotions uh, that I've been going through myself. That said, now that my notes are all out and played, lingering from finger to finger, um, have a great day.